on this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. So many veterans don't know that they're getting this. They are trained that once they're through their service, if they're not injured, it's like, sorry, you don't get many benefits, which is good because you're not injured. But this is a benefit that the disability does not have to be connected with their service in the military, and they don't know that they should get it. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. Hey there, this is the Answers on Aging podcast and YouTube channel. And as always, we are very thankful that you are here with us today. And as always, I am here with my co-host, Sarah Scott. Todd Watley. Howdy. And welcome everybody to the podcast and the YouTube channel. We're just delighted that you've joined us today. And we hope that you can learn some really helpful tips today on a topic of aging that we haven't covered just a ton, Mm -hmm. um, but it's incredibly important to some even more incredibly important people, Mm -hmm. our veterans. Our veterans. So today's episode is going to focus on the um, recent changes and benefits and some Mm -hmm. things that hopefully you as a caregiver of a veteran or you as the veteran um, can can benefit from. And if you're not a veteran, don't stop listening. Yeah. Please listen because you can share this with a veteran. Right. And so many veterans don't know that they're getting this. They are trained that once they're through their service, if they're not injured, it's like, sorry, you don't get many benefits, which is good because you're not injured. But this is a benefit that the disability does not have to be connected with their service in the military and they don't know that they should get it. Okay, so there are actually benefits that are not disability service connected mm-hmm. that they can mm-hmm. be qualified for. Yeah, it's in in general just as a introduction, it is a benefit that helps reimburse you when you spend money from your pocket to pay for health care. Okay. Now, that's um, insurance premiums, that's obviously healthcare, but the big deal is if you're bringing in help at home to help a person who is disabled, they can have dementia, they can have a stroke, you know, whatever does not have to be related to their service. They're, they are just now disabled and they are spending money out of their pocket to bring people in to help or they have moved into assisted living or they have moved into a nursing home and they are now spending money for health care. The VA will help reimburse for that. Okay. But then what does that mean for so many veterans out there who probably have like a family member or just a, a personal friend or acquaintance that has said, you know what, I know the situation about what's going on with this particular vet and I want to help them. 
and I'm retired or have, a, you know, some time throughout the week, can, can you use these benefits to pay for someone to come into the home and help you if they do not work for like a legit mm-hmm. professional agency? Yes, you can. You can set up oh a... boy. <laughs> You do need a contract, and you can down, download one off the internet that, that just says basically. And I will tell you, the VA computers talk with the IRS computers. And so if you are listing this person as someone who is getting paid a salary, you have to do some IRS things. You know, pay FICA and unemployment and all of that stuff. It It does get a little... Um, paper heavy, but right. you can do it. Okay, I generally recommend that you not because you're not going to go through that. But the I the I we know we learned this the hard way that the VA computers talk to the IRS computers, and if you're not doing the proper IRS stuff, the IRS will contact that person and demand some unpaid taxes and expenses and things. Yeah. Okay. So if this if if the Question I just asked Todd about, you know, if you have somebody that is not representing an agency mm-hmm. um, or has like a license or a, a certification to be a caregiver, then you got to do some extra paperwork, mm-hmm. but it's still okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people want to pay their grandchild, their granddaughter, their grandson comes in after school, does some stuff. Hey, pay them. You can. It's just you've got to do some paperwork. Okay. So here are the requirements of getting this benefit. So the veteran and just real quick, this is primarily for the veteran, but if the veteran has passed away and was married at the time of typically his death, the widow of the veteran can also get some of this benefit. Okay? okay. It's less money, but they can get it. So the veteran had to have served at least 90 days active duty. One, one of those days had to be during the time of war. Okay. Right. They didn't have to be in the war, just in the service while the war is going on. And they had to be discharged anything other than dishonorable. So that's generally not a problem. So if they have those three qualifications, and if you're not exactly sure if you were like on the edge of a wartime, just Google VA aid and attendance wartimes, and maybe we can put a list on the um, link on our website to get you there, but it's pretty easy. Just Google VA aid, AID, and attendance, A-T-T-E-N-D-A-N-C-E, wartimes, and It'll pop up the war times, look at your DD-214, and make sure that you served at least one day during a time of war. Now, that's your service requirements. Now, you now, the VA looks at your assets, okay? So the they will look at all of your assets, husband and wife, if you're married, or both spouses. The home is not counted, and there's this weird rule about two acres. Don't worry about it so much, but your home is generally not counted. A vehicle is not counted, and things in your house typically don't count, okay? okay. So those are non-countable assets. Everything else gets counted. Bank accounts, investments, IRAs, other land, boats, trailers, RVs, whatever, those get counted. And a strange rule is one year of income. 
So take your income per month, multiply it by 12, and that's your annual income, whatever that number is, plus the countable assets has to be under $150,538. Okay. There is one thing that you said that I'm sure a lot of our listeners or viewers have questions about, especially with this older vet generation. Mm -hmm. They probably have a safe Mm -hmm. in their house Mm -hmm. or a mason jar buried in Mm -hmm. the backyard with like bars of gold or mm-hmm. cash are they supposed to report that what is the rule about that because <laughs> you said stuff in the house and technically well, it's in the house so personal property is not counted so that's a personal decision okay okay so we're not advising one way or the other <laughs> on that you do with it what you see fit that is correct all right got it so $150,538, okay? So that's the limit. If you're over that, you don't qualify, but just go spend some money on your home, go buy a new car, buy some new household furnishings, thing, you know, do things like that. Get get your number down below 150538 and then you can qualify, okay? The final thing is they look at your income and this is the point I want you to listen to me very closely right now, because in a second, I'm going to tell you to go directly to the VA, a VSO, and let them do this application for you. The the one area I have seen consistently that they mess up on is income. So listen closely. Take your household income. If you're married, both spouses income. Add those together and whatever that number is, then you reduce it by the amount of money that you're paying for medical expenses. Your Blue Cross premium, your, you know, whatever your insurance premium is, take that off. And then if you're paying someone to come into your home, if you're living in assisted living or if you're in a nursing home, that cost comes off of your income and it that gives you a bottom number okay? okay so whatever that bottom number is income minus out of pocket medical expenses keep track of that number now the VA says that bottom number should be increased um, based on if you're the surviving spouse, a single veteran, a married veteran, or if both of you are vets. Okay. okay? So again, this bottom number, income minus out-of-pocket expenses, and typically if you're in a assisted living, that number is under zero. Okay. Yeah. You're, you make $2,500 a month, but you're spending $4,000 a month. You're $1,500 under zero. Okay. So these numbers that I'm going to tell you is what the VA would pay you if you're zero or below. So the for the surviving spouse, that bottom number, whatever that is, it should be $1,432 per month. Okay. No matter what state you're in. No matter. This is federal this money. Is all federal. This is federal. Federal rules. If you're a single veteran, then that bottom number will be bumped up to $2,229. For a married veteran, $2,642. And if you're two vets, it's $3,536. Okay, so let's take a example where we're not below zero. So let's say you make $3,000 a month 
and you're in a $4,000 a month assisted living. So now, no, wait, you make reverse those or you make $5,000 a month and you're spending 4,000. So okay. you still have a thousand dollars that is above zero. Right. So if you're the single veteran, that 1000 should be 2229 so basically they're going to send you $1229 to add to your unspent income to get you up to that number if you're a married vet if if you're two vets and you make 5000 and you spend 4000 you're at 1000 that number should be 3536 so they're going to send you $2536 well that's got her right you just yeah you're paying for your care and making more money. Yeah. You're you're right. you're making money by moving into the assisted living facility. So this is where marketing to assisted living facilities for our services is very easy because they should ask, you know, when someone comes in they're like, how much is this? They're like, well, yeah. it's 4,000 bucks a month. They're like, oh, we only make $3,000 a month. We're going to lose $1,000 every month. Right. But first question is, are you a veteran? Yeah. We're, yeah. I'm a veteran. I'm married. And so as a married veteran, that number should be 2,642. So if you're a thousand short, but you get $2,642, yeah. you're, you're now moving in, getting all the care you need, three meals a day. You, you don't have to mow. She doesn't have to cook. And you're building your savings account up $2,642 a day. Assisted living facilities, you know, people are like, well, why? Why not would a day. I? Sorry, a month. <laughs> yeah. Why would I not move in? It's yeah. like, yeah, this yeah. is perfect. Sell my house. You know, do all that. But just keep in mind that hundred fifty thousand five thirty eight is a real number, and you have to be careful about it. If you sell your house, it's no longer a non countable asset. Yes. It's now cash. And mm-hmm. now, interesting thing. Do you have questions or comments? Nope, you're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, people are confused many times about gifts okay everybody knows if you listen to our show medicaid it's a big thing about gifts the va does have a three-year look back on gifts meaning from the date that you apply you have to go back three years and tell them if you've made gifts if you have made gifts that they penalize they're going to institute a penalty just like medicaid however unlike medicaid you can make gifts of some assets that aren't penalized. So the VA rule is if the asset is non-countable, mm-hmm. you can give it away without a penalty. Like your home. Your home is your a non-countable asset. You can all your bars of yeah, gold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you are if your income plus your assets do not push you over $150,000, you can give away money and not be penalized. So if, if, if you happen, your, your income plus your assets are $140,000, but you gave $10,000 away last year to your granddaughter for college or whatever, well, add that 10,000, you're still at 150. Yeah. You're under the limit. That gift is not penalized. 
think Medicaid should adopt these rules. I love that rule. Yeah. Man, why it, not? It sure makes we're yeah. dealing with two cases yesterday that have minimal, not for the purpose of qualifying gifts that we're gonna have to fight with the the state on and it's like two thousand dollars. It's stupid, oh but goodness. we're gonna to have to fight over it because of that stupid rule. The VA does not have that rule to that effect. Okay. okay. If 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 it's a non countable asset, you can give it away and it's not penalized. Perfect. Okay. What else? Any other new changes with the VA benefits going on? Not really. I mean, it, it's there. It, it's a great benefit. It's just the biggest thing. And I'm telling you, people don't know about it. And so if you know a veteran who is getting, who, where this really comes into play is when someone needs care, mm-hmm. but they don't want to spend the $1,500, $2,000, $3,000 a month right. to hire someone to come in. They come in and meet with me. They're absolutely qualified. It's go see the VSO. And mm-hmm. let me touch on that real quick. Every county in the country has a what is called a veteran service officer. Just plug in your county, your state, VSO, and you will get the name and number of your VSO. Go to them. They will do the application for you. It's free. Do the application and get the benefit. So they come in and see me. I explain this to them and tell them, here's free money. Here's $2,642 a month you can get because you need this care and people do it and it truly makes a difference in their lives. There you go. There you go. That's a lot of really helpful information. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I we we just wanted to give an update real quick. And so yeah. there it is. Um go, if, if you have questions or comments or um please email us. Um, You can go to the website, send us questions, and we would love to hear from you. And we will see you next time. Okay. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.